And I really should get back to Alice. Boy, what did you say? You are lucky. <laughs> you are lucky. I couldn't hear that. You're lucky I couldn't hear that because I know you said something wild. I'm going to go back and listen later because I know you said something crazy. Why did I cut Hi. off for you? Yeah, you did. <clears throat> I'm good. Well, I mean. Yeah, then you'll never know until you listen. <laughs> wow. I said some right. scandalous things. Related. You said something scandalous. I did. How scandalous. Did. On a scale of one to absolutely ridiculously scandalous. How oh, on fire. Every, the world on fire. It's good. That's sick. <laughs> I brought myself down, you know, all these memes. Wow. You know I don't condone that behavior. I will fight you <laughs> in the street because you're talking bad about my friend. And you know I don't fuck around with that. Yeah. No, take notes. Write that down. Uh, so uh, don't ever forget. <laughs> hey, cut it out. No, I'm kidding. Hi, Alex. This How caffeine are is you? hitting differently. Real different. Real extra. We're and sorry, that's just the first cup. You're right. I still need another one. You say you still need a second one? Uh, yeah, I. I mean, that's my standard two for the two for the day. That's about what I do about two cups, and then I will fucking. On certain days, it depends. Like sometimes mm-hmm. on the weekend, I'm not gonna lie, I might get a little over it. I might uh, be like, oh, I had four cups today. Oh my god. For me, it 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 varies during the week, <clears throat> depending on how, like, jam packed my day is. If I have meetings for work, if I have shit that I need to finish, then I'll like up the cuppage. But for oh, the okay. most part, my first cup is usually the strongest cup, and then the the subsequent cups after that are usually lighter. I mean, that's fair. That's reasonable. Until summer comes around, and then I'll be fucking making iced coffee nonstop. 90 cups of iced coffee a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a basic bitch during the summer. <laughs> not basic. You are not basic. What I say about talking bad about my friend? So you said you just trying to fight? That's what you said today? That's what I heard. What's wrong with being basic? There's no such thing. I don't believe in it. It's illegal. (laughs) Sometimes you got to go back to the basics. You can go. I mean, I hate that because I actually felt really good at my point today. (laughs) So now I feel like I got to move on. I hate you. How'd you do that? That's some magical shit. That's some real wizardry right there. Sometimes I don't want to be a bad bitch all the time. I just want to be a bitch. No. (laughs) I, I refuse to hear it. That's unacceptable behavior. Get out with that. That is negative energy. We don't do any of that over here. Okay? You go be basic another day. Not today. That's not today. Sometimes I want to be oh a, a comfortable bitch. You can be comfortable and not be basic. I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. As, as our good savior, uh, Angela Bassett said, there's nothing wrong with being comfortable as long as you ain't a basic bitch. Exactly. You can't do that. <laughs> Once again, that is illegal. You're not allowed. <laughs> You're not allowed. Take that, uh, well, take until that until pumpkin right. spice season comes around, then my inner white girl comes out. <laughs> You're like, get all the crochet wear and break out all the sweaters. Oh, I'm going to yeah. be neck deep in infinity scarves from now until the end of fall. You know, surprisingly, I've only ever had one infinity. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I I prefer yeah. regular scarves unless unless the infinity scarf is large enough to like make a hood. Yeah, that you see. Mo- which ones are you wearing? <laughs> ones that I have were tiny. What they got neckties? Because the ones for oh, no, the okay. ones for men are always the shitty kind. Why? That's that's your problem. You shouldn't have bought for for that gender. I didn't you buy. They don't, they don't make that. Don't make that right. I didn't Not buy nothing. It was a gift. Well, take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back and tell them to go to the women's section, look for neutral tone colors that you would enjoy, and buy that because it'll be a lot fucking bigger and more comfortable than whatever fuckery they were trying to put you on. They try to put you in some shit that was like stopping just at the top of your chest and shit. <laughs> no, it was literally like at this point, it was literally a collar because you know, I got a fat neck. <laughs> no, oh, I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing it in my mind, and I hate it. Take it off. Solo. Or that's what it felt like. It felt like Jabba the Hutt. It gave me, no, it gave me triple not, chins. That's when we burn it with fire. That's when we look at our friend and go, did you buy this at a children's store? 
Because <laughs> I think you did. And that's when I've been like, does it look, why would I buy this for myself? no fucking way that's awful oh my god that's squeezing your neck that's <laughs> it was a it was the turtleneck of of infinity scarves that's the worst oh my god that's like that's like one of those fucking finger traps that you get at the carnival oh yeah <laughs> that's sick that's exactly what i feel like an infinity scarf that wound up being a choker on my neck <laughs> would feel like just like that <laughs> i'd be like and now i have to ask someone to help me get out of this <laughs> I mean, I use it for. Uh, I I ended up using it for a cosplay for an anime convention one year, so it ended up working oh, out. Really? I I had to cut into it a little bit, but see, see, you had to cut it. See, just like those finger traps. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, those ones are easy to say. I after you learn the 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 secret, you know, it's the easier. secret. Hmm? What secret? Of how to get yourself out of the finger traps. Oh, what's the secret to that? You gotta use your other fingers to push the material inward towards. Towards the fingers that are trapped, and then you can let it go. Man, I'm dumb. I didn't know. <laughs> this whole time, I'll just be asking motherfuckers for help. When I was younger, I'd be like, help. Thank you. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> just stop putting your finger in this if it's an actual issue. Mm. But I, I just, I'm also low-key enjoying myself. So. Thanks. Speaking of traps. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I realized after a while of... uh having to explore the deep wide depths of social media in order to navigate it properly from a business perspective mm-hmm. that bitch I needed to I need to unplug I've reached my maximum threshold of acceptance mm-hmm. for the overwhelming uh, the overwhelm of hyper scrolling I'm done I've I finally hit my max just now <laughs> yes just now just now <laughs> Cause the whole time I've been under the guise of like, I gotta do this for I gotta do this for the for the work for the. Um, yeah, I was I was just gonna say it clicked in my brain when I realized. Well, I guess if you're doing it for work, you look at things differently, versus kind of just doing it for you're boring. You just want to see what's going on. Yeah, and the odd part is is sometimes that line blurs and i don't know anymore so i'll be like (laughs) an hour or two has gone by and i'm not sure now if i've actually spent all this time working or bullshitting on the internet most of the time i am working because i'm like i'm saving sounds i'm getting inspiration for ideas like different things like that i'm paying attention to trends all this little shit so i can understand how it works so i can navigate the space as best i can Right. And I really have gotten to a space where I just feel like every time I pick up the shit, I'm just like, yuck. I just look at it as work. It's not uh that like the like the fantasy is worn off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm done I'm done using it for boredom purposes. Now I'm like, what productive thing can I do? I can read. <laughs> I have so many books. Like <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of how I um fell. I shouldn't say fell, but Kind of just dropped off with with streaming for me that's yeah. kind of the same situation um where you start looking at certain <clears throat> in this case obviously games i'm a huge nerd and so like i started looking at games at the store like oh this would be great to stream this instead of like oh i just want to play this game everything started becoming yeah. like a business transaction versus one for you know, my own entertainment. Yeah. And then I'll buy it and never never do anything with it. Like I won't play it. It just sits there like <laughs> it's awful. It's it was so bad. And it's still kind of there now. Where I'll I'll do the same things sometimes. Like it's hard to break that habit. That's understandable. But see that that also makes sense why like why you would get burnt out because there's a thing that you liked enjoying and you wanted to keep it as a fun thing and now it's like work, 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 work. And that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I feel like I feel like I've looked at all of these loops and sounds and trends and things so much that it just seems so cyclical mm-hmm. that I'm, I find myself emotionally detaching. Yeah. And I'm just like, mm, I'm bored. I'm going to go reconnect with my spirit now. And I just feel like I'm being called to do that, too. Now, like, I feel like a lot of people are on the, on the low. Like, that's all. That's another topic we can well, get into if you want. And it's funny that you mentioned that because you had sent me a video on tiktok not not too long ago where it was like a joe biden voiceover song lyric thing and my brain focused on the actual content not the sound 
(laughs) It was like a reverse (laughs) thing. I was like, no, no one's trying to show you this damn car. Listen to this shit. (laughs) Oh my god, that's funny. But yeah, it's it's like that, like that, that, that trend that. um, I mean, it it it's funny that people joke about it in in a certain way on TikTok, but it kind of makes sense Mm -hmm. where because of there's been so many of those am i the like i fucking love am i the assholes on tiktok i i am suckered into that so they started joking around with it where someone's having a like the the pov of the video is that you're on a date with someone and they're trying to talk about their interests they notice and i guess in the scene that you're supposed to be in like you're nodding off so they pull out their phone of like some like shitty phone game Holds it in front of you while while they're talking, so you would actually pay attention. <laughs> well, that's sick. And oh, it, really? Is that what we're? <laughs> oh, it it made me laugh because I was like, "Oh my god, I'm one of those people now." Like, I, I <laughs> it's so bad. It, it, it just I noticed something laugh. like that when I was out too. Like when people were when people got to a point in the conversation where they kind of there kind of wasn't a whole lot to say, maybe or maybe there wasn't like enough i don't know like i just feel like sometimes because social media has got us in such a a fucking grip that we forget how to people around people so like icebreakers and trying to open up conversation and like all this stuff that they would know that you would normally do when you're in a social environment like people don't really do that when it gets when the conversation kind of peters off people are like quick to go to their phones and just like look in their phone and do whatever or make content or some shit like that yeah. As opposed to like trying to start up a different conversation. And I literally think that just comes from like having access to the phones all the time, having access to social media and other forms of entertainment. So it's just like, okay, this is dead now. So now I'm going to scroll to the next thing on my phone. <laughs> well, I think, well, for, it's funny enough for me, um, I become so hyper aware of when I'm in a conversation with someone in person that I like don't even i don't even touch my phone because my brain is like i don't want them to think i'm rude i don't want them to think that they're boring me like Mm. it's it's one of those things where (laughs) but like if i'm at home or shit i'll i'll be in like meetings i work from home and like i'll i'll be muted and i'll just i'll be swiping (laughs) i'm like yeah whatever yeah, but it, it doesn't it doesn't matter at that point right exactly like you know whatever i i don't know i just find it i guess because it's work so it's one of those things where it's like yeah i probably should be listening but this could have been an, it but really I'm, not... <laughs> I'm like i could have been way more productive but you're wanting to do things so okay you like, said you, why why is this hold on hold on hold on so i'm struggling because my stuff is so difficult it keeps cutting in and out, and I feel like I can't hear you. <clears throat> oh, really? I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's my mic, or I don't. I don't know what's going on. The internet's being crazy because you're not cutting in and out for me. Oh, so. okay, good. Say something. <laughs> say something else. I'm sorry, y'all. I gotta fix this. <laughs> Stop everything. You were just cutting in and out so much. I was we're, like, how we're am getting, I supposed to answer you? We're getting live. We're getting live bloopers. This where I ain't yes, cutting shit are, out. Yeah, we're just gonna. I'm sorry. We're just gonna get it like it is. Cause okay, I can hear you good now. So please <laughs> continue what you were saying. Cause a minute ago that shit was breaking up so bad. I was like, ain't no fucking way we gonna make that work. That's oh, oh dear. Uh, I don't want to give an inappropriate response. <laughs> I mean, it would have made it funnier. I would be like, like, what? Is she paying attention? <laughs> I'd be like, are you scrolling? It's ironic. <laughs> right, it's ironic that we're talking about not paying attention to conversations, and you responded in a way that sounds like you weren't. That's funny. <laughs> I was, I was paying attention. <laughs> the phone was breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, okay, back to what you were saying. I don't remember. <laughs> okay, that's fine. We, we can move. We can move forward. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I broke the flow. Um. You know what I that's what that's what I want to route back to. So circle back to what we were talking about. I think that 
because of all of that sort of overwhelm, now I'm kind of circling back to the basics after uh-huh. I've taken this time to like, after I've taken the time to just kind of like reconnect with the regular world, see what's going on in social media and the little programmed algorithmic world. Now I feel like I'm kind of circling back to my spiritual, my spiritual side, my spirituality, and just kind of like wanting to sort of balance that back out and be more immersed in that in that world because I took the time away. I feel like I did what I needed to do. I took the time away. I, I reconnected. Now, now we gotta level it out. How long is that gonna I last? Like a lot of people do that. I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like that's all I'm pulled to do right now. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's a pattern that's going on right now. Like a lot. I feel like a lot of people, if you are spiritual, it doesn't matter what your specific path is. I think if you do feel that shit, you're, you're just kind of like called. Like, you're just like, nah, it's just like time to just kind of like ground and focus and like get into that and, and tap back into myself. I don't know. Well, yeah, because there's but no distraction. You, there's nothing to distract. Yeah, maybe it's. I asked for your psychoanalyst. No, I'm just playing. Remember when you tried to give me like that? Yeah, I forget. I did not forget. So tell me how you, you feel. Just... Why does it make you feel like that? It makes me feel like trash. It makes me feel like asking you questions so we can pick you apart. I'm <laughs> no, but like, I did want to ask you though, like, how do you. Because no. I know for you, you're a different, you're a different type of connection. Like you don't, you don't kind of move in the same. No, like I, I, I do. Shit. So like, how do you, how do you reconnect with yourself? Oh, why, 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 why gonna be all deep now, Jeez. Um, I'm sorry. I don't know if I have like. Go on. <laughs> I think with because everything, there's so much going on in my own world that it's kind of hard at the current time, really. Just of like what do you mean with trying to find a place work being crazy like there, there's just a lot of things going on that it's it's harder for me to just connect with my own self because there's so many things that i'm like worrying about trying to make sure saving enough trying to make i'm securing a new location making sure that i'm trying to plan out how am i gonna move where am i gonna do it like you know shit like that a lot of stressors that distract me from wanting to reconnect don't get me wrong i would love to but it's just hard when you're when you've been told like, oh hey you know i gotta have to move again you're just like everything just kind of halts so you feel like you're kind of forced into a logical state of being anyway so if you can't even really entertain the idea of like taking a second to tap into yourself right and uh, like i in this case like i haven't even like touched my tarot cards at all I haven't even looked at them. Like the calling hasn't really like presented itself, and and it it happens every once in a while for me, and, and I've noticed myself is that <clears throat> there'll be times, periods of time, where it it's stronger, where I'm like, oh, you know, let me just ask the cards, let me see what's going on, let me at least understand, some, and the calling would be there, but. There are moments where I just don't get anything. Where even if I were trying and willing, I feel like they know when I'm ready first That's before fair. I do. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. I understand that. That's fair. Because like I know for I me it's different, it. but that makes perfect sense. Like like what? It just reminds me of like one one of my first decks that really called out to me that was essentially following me everywhere I went. That's when I was like, okay, I have to get you because I've seen you in so many places, in different stores, online. It would just pop up without even me looking at it. And I'm like, okay, like there, there have been those times or yeah. like there's times where you just, I don't know if you've ever gone to like a bookstore and you, obviously you go straight to that section because you're just like, oh, let me just kind of look and like you're all the time. <laughs> but have you ever have you ever been to the point where like you're not at the aisle, you're getting close to there, you could see the boxes where they're held, but then there's the one that just catches your eye instantly. Like and you just oh, yeah. hyper focus to it. Like I haven't I haven't had that well I haven't had that in a while only because I don't live near a bookstore anymore. At my old apartment, which I I love that place. There was I was walking distance to a uh, a Barnes and Noble. And every weekend it was like like clockwork, I would bring my shit with me, bring my my tarot, my tarot deck, my um, I I had two uh, 
kind of like journals, one that I would write my own reading for, and then one that um, I would write down different spreads that seemed interesting to me. Because to me, if I wrote it down, I would remember it a little bit more. So back back when I used to do that, like... I would always just go to the section, look, peruse around, you know, maybe it was payday that, that weekend. So I'm like, oh, you know, let me just treat myself, get myself a little. Because I also like collecting the decks for their artwork because some of them are gorgeous. And so there'll be times where the cards will call out to me. And some days they will just be like, you know, piss off. Like, <laughs> there's nothing here for you. I piss off, I'm mad. Like, it, it's just kind of one of those things <clears throat> where it just comes and goes I, I either when it's needed I feel like or when they've determined that like okay you're 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 good to go you're ready that, oh. that makes perfect sense that's why my my spirituality is kind of I want to say it's it's present but not always existed you mean like it's touch and go type of shit <laughs> sort of I I would say I I feel like like I I I'm not one of those folks who I I think it just stems also from the fact that uh, you know I grew up going to church with family, both Catholic and Christian, and so for me the thought of any sort of quote unquote worship like I just didn't vibe with, and so even in the let's say magical world, it just to be to be uh i guess labeled as one thing or another just wasn't my cup of tea okay i understand that right i can see how that would affect like your mindset especially surrounding like worship or anything like that if it's if you have like a bad experience with that whole vibe i mean i wouldn't say it it was a bad experience it's not like i've never been singled out but it's just yeah it's kind of one of those things where it's just never a really upbeat in that way Mm mm-hmm where like you know i i mean obviously there's times where i'm just let's just say down bad and you know i'll i'll speak out to the universe but i don't i don't solidify a a deity if you will oh okay i understand that so you know what that actually makes me think of my other thing that i wanted to ask you about um <laughs> so i had a curious thought do you think that people who are sort of in and out spiritually or even some people who are spiritual because i don't know if this happens for everybody that's spiritual right being pulled to a place or an experience or to being pulled to like do a certain act perform a certain act or whatever do you think that that's something that everybody experiences or do you think that it's kind of one of those things that's similar to how some people can hear their own voice in their head and like answer and like have a whole dialogue as opposed to people who can't that's hard to say Ask again. Let me. I need. I need to hear the okay. question. Again. The idea of being pulled to a place, like feeling like you're pulled to a place or an experience or like an act, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's something that a lot of people actually experience? Whether you're on the lower end of the spiritual connection scale or you are really connected, do you think that's something that everybody experiences, or do you think that that's something that only so many people experience? Like, for example, people that hear, that can go back and forth in their own head and talk to themselves in their head, like, not everybody can do that. I think, I think everyone has that. I think everyone experiences it. I think it's just, like, understanding, how how can I put this? I, I think what it is is that I, I feel like it happens often. It's just people don't notice the calling. Obviously, they're pulled towards it, and they're just... yeah. Mind, I don't want to say mindlessly, but mindlessly going towards it because either their body's telling them, just do it, just go, just, you know, do this thing. Why not? But they're not thinking of it as a sign if you, and, and I guess it's, it's also up to interpretation as well to the person, you know, if they feel like, like, you know, there's times, and I remember you've, you've said this where you'll see patterns. Yeah. And so obviously you have the knowledge and in, in that wheelhouse of, of knowing, okay, I, this is a sign I should probably pay more attention to this versus, versus people who just think of it as a coincidence and just continue their day. 
without really paying attention. So I feel like it's just being able to identify it and hmm. then and then to connect the dots. Okay, okay. So you're basically saying like everybody can feel, everybody feels it. They just, some people have words for it to explain it. Some people are just like not even realizing that that's what's happening, but that's what's happening. I think so because, you know, there's there's those moments that people tell you where, you know, and this goes for both good and bad situations. You know, you're at the right place at the right time or at the right place at the wrong time. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true too. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, I was just curious about that because I was it, it kind of tied with what I was thinking about when I was thinking about reconnecting mm -hmm. with my spiritual half. And I was like, for example, when most people, not most people, I'll just say with my experience, I'll stick to that. So in my experience, uh, one of my cues is I get called or pulled or I feel like I need to go sit in nature or be with nature or walk around in nature, like frolic in motherfucking nature. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing. That's one of the things that I do outside of like other little triggers that will pull me in a direction. So I was wondering, I was like, if that's kind of a marker for me, I wonder if other people feel anything like that at all. And this and doesn't necessarily have to be tied to trying to reconnect with yourself. It could just be like, like you said, just pulling yourself, like feeling pulled to a place because, or or to something specific because it's a either right place, right time, wrong place, wrong time type of deal. Mm -hmm. Like you just feel an attraction to that space. Yeah, one hundred percent. Almost like I, a twisted destiny. Yeah, As I would I would say so. I think I think it happens more often than we realize it does because I know there's times where I don't even think and just kind of do. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. That's kind of like that trust fall thing that I had talked about before a long time ago on the pod when I was talking about um, like if you just feel like you need to go left instead of going right on the road that day to take a different path or whatever, like to the to wherever you're going, mm -hmm. then just do that. I feel like that's kind of that's basically like the same thing because you're just being drawn or pulled to do something different. That's still counts as part of that. Exactly. Because, you know, it, it's kind of like um, I, I, <laughs> I guess to put it. You know, we've all, I, I feel like we've all had this situation happen to us at, at some point in our lives where, you know, a friend will invite you somewhere and you're unsure about going. You're like, uh, I don't know. I don't think it'll be fun. Yes. And then you end up going and you're like, oh, my God, this is exactly what I needed. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. <clears throat> that's how I met my partner in crime. Because <laughs> I need to find. I reluctantly a... went to a place I didn't want to fucking be at and. That happened to be the best place for me to be at at the time. And I really did not want to go. I, I wish I could find it. There's this TikTok that someone put into perspective. And I know I saved it. I, I need to find it. But they said, like, uh, I think they said something to the effect of your feelings are suggestions, not commands. Oh, yeah. You sent me that. Yeah. And I was like, damn. Yeah, that, it's true because we, we use our feelings all the time to make decisions and that's kind of like your first advisor if you will to yourself and sometimes you just need to push past that and be like you know what no i'm gonna do the opposite of what you because it's our first point of contact i think like mm -hmm. we feel first before we do anything else and then we kind of observe is like the second thing that we do when we're like first coming into this existence so it makes sense that people are quicker to tap back into that original primal sense of being mm -hmm. but that doesn't necessarily allow you to evolve that sense of being like you gotta mature i think i feel like you gotta mature oh, i can't words oh chair hold on <laughs> i feel like you can't move forward unless you mature that sense of being like that sense of emotional self and acknowledgement you know what i mean of that emotion because i think it's okay to feel your feelings you just gotta know like where the stopping point is you know what i mean right and i feel like, like your body ultimately usually tells you that gut feeling that you just can't ignore yeah. is usually when you're the most right about a situation but mm -hmm. if it's yeah if it's that one thing where it just sounds like it's going to be an annoyance, it sounds like it's going to be boring, sounds like it's, it probably is the opposite. Yeah. Now, I don't know, it's been plenty of times where I've been right, though, and it was really a drag. And I was like, oh, my God, why am I even wasting my time here? 
<laughs> True. But at the same time, you know, you you took you took the initiative and control and and Yeah. You know, were you, you proven leave. were you proven wrong, sure, but it doesn't mean I think a lot of it is just that fear. That fear of uh if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I think you just gotta open yourself up for opportunities, basically. I agree. Because we're so we're so engrossed in our own comfort zones yeah. that you know being wanting to go out or or just doing something sometimes will uh, hold you back. Like I know for me all the time, you know there, I I don't have friends who live around me, so it, for me it's harder to just go out and enjoy the day just because I don't have any local friends here, and so a lot of the times I end up staying home because you know. My brain is like, well, what, what the fuck am I gonna do? Like, my dad will will tell me all the time, like, activity. my dad will tell me all the time. He's like, oh, why don't you just go see a movie? For me, it's not fun. To see a movie alone. Sure. What's your little uh, Myers Briggs personality type, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, well, we, that'll be a future episode of the pod. I feel like we'll we'll do our we'll do birth charts, Myers Briggs. We'll do all of the the fucking tests. Okay, okay. I guess I was asking because my reason for that was like, is your personality more extroverted type? Isn't like, yeah, you do need your downtime, but like you aren't really down to do out out and about things unless it's a group setting. Well, and funny enough, I I call myself an introverted extrovert because I like staying home. That's just how I am. I've always been like that. But if I'm with a group of friends, we're going out. I'm I'm all in. You know, and so funny enough, when I went to um, <clears throat> one of the raves that I went to last year, I originally was going to go alone. And then my friend realized I was going and was like, oh, you know, can I join you? I'll introduce you to my friends, my raver friends and all that. And yeah. it ended up being like a grand old time because Lord knows I probably yeah. wouldn't have had as much fun on my own versus like meeting new people that's fair i can see that especially in a setting like that because that's a lot of that's a lot of places and spaces to interact Mm -hmm. but i feel like even if you went by yourself you still would have had that it just would it just builds a different type of connection when it's your friends and shit right well not only that but i feel like it it's it to me it it would be boring to be by myself like i and it's funny enough my dad uh for my birthday um got me a whole bunch of these like gift cards for like these different restaurants and he's like yeah i want you to just go treat yourself and i'm like if i treat myself i'm i'm getting takeout and coming home like i'm not going to be sitting in a restaurant on my own like if it's a cafe cafes to me are different and that's i think that's why i gravitate towards cafes all the time one because i love coffee if, if that wasn't apparent <laughs> but there's a feeling in a cafe where you don't necessarily have to bring someone to enjoy the space. To me, I feel like it's yeah. Even if it, even when it's busy and hectic, it there's something calming about a cafe to me. I feel like because it's it's also socially acceptable to just read a book at a cafe, be on your laptop working on on stuff. You know, kind of go back to like when you're in school and studying and shit with your friends. Like it was acceptable, and it yeah, is acceptable true. to do all those things. Like, I feel like it would be, can you imagine how strange it would be to, like, be at, like, this fancy ass restaurant with a fucking book eating? Like, it would look awkward. <laughs> Maybe a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I'm a read, though. Fuck that. I don't give a fuck. But, I like books, bitch. I'm gonna be right in there with my pages, just whipping in my business. Oh, business. I mean, you know, if you do that pop off, you know, good for you. But for me, <laughs> there's just something about those spaces that you're not, like, the way that I look at it, you're normally at a restaurant, a sit-down restaurant, mind you. Usually with friends, with someone, on a date, with family. You know, there, it's always an occasion of some sort, right? Sure. But to just be like, oh, I'm hungry, I'm going to this restaurant, and I'm just going to sit down and eat. Like, it, it just feels off. Yeah, I think I think I just enjoy being by myself so much because that shit doesn't bother me. I'm like, yeah, I could do that, honestly. <laughs> I've done that before, and it doesn't bother me. Like, I don't know. I, my brain was just like, this is just some grown people shit to do. Like, sometimes grown people are just by themselves, and it's okay for you to just be by yourself somewhere. 
Oh, 100%. I also am very introverted. I'm very, very introverted. Like, I can be fun and bubbly when I got the energy for it. But if you really let me choose, I'm just going to choose solo activities a lot of the time. Like, I'm not going to be the person to always be like, let's go to the mall, guys. Like, I'm not, I'm really not that bitch. Like, oh, my see, friends I are dragging me to these mall. places. See? I love and going to the mall. Way. Even though I don't got money, I, I just love, one, I think it's also because, you know, you get to walk around. So that's always fun. Yeah. But I, yeah. I love we window shopping with park, friends. It's quiet. <laughs> that's fair. Like, that, again, that fits into your you're going out. And so extroverted activities, that's your shit. That's why I was like, for me, it's weird because I'm, I can go out in public, but I seek pit places and spaces that are quiet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'd be like, no, like, I'm trying to, like, do some chill shit by a fucking lake. Like, have a little, like picnic doing our own fucking grown people shit like it don't got to be no fucking shit out of no movie type shit we can just you know speak to the trees and and sit over here by this water and be chill like i like that type of stuff that's just my vibe i don't always want to be around people and all that other shit and it could be because i'm sensitive because to me it's just like it's too much fucking noise Mm-hmm. I will get overloaded so fast. Like a bitch would just be like, no. Like I could feel my brain and my eyes just like crossing well, on some sick hemi sink shit. I don't like it. Right. And and I feel like that also depends on obviously the time of year. For me, like Fair. I don't mind going to the mall on a weekend, random weekend, but like heaven forbid come the holiday weekend, I'm like, I'm staying away from this fucking Fuck place. No. Like that's too chaotic for me. But like on a regular weekend, nothing going on, no holiday, nothing. It's usually way calmer, not as crazy. Like and also I think depending on when you go also changes the narrative. Because when I used to work at my old job, my office was right next to a mall. Like within walking distance, everyone from the office went there to get lunch at the food courts, etc. And so in the mornings whenever um my team would get to um the office we usually spent like the first 15 to 20 minutes of our work day we would all all of us including our supervisor because either she would be the one to initiate it or we would we would all walk into the mall because there's a starbucks there and there's something about being in a mall in the in I wouldn't say early early morning. I'm saying like seven o'clock before most stores open. All there's the something old people are walking around and shit. Yeah, all the old people or um we called them the the mommy brigades. Oh yeah, I used to work in the mall, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but there's something like both calming yet unnerving to be in a mall that's empty. You know what I mean? Like it, it's serene because yeah, it's there aren't eerie. there aren't people really walking around. The music's still going. Every place is closed aside from a few small places that are just, you know, getting in and, and opening up. So I, I, I also believe like some of the chaotic places could be very serene, just depending on when you're there at what time and how long you're there. That's true. Yeah, I'm d- I would definitely now be a bitch that's like, I got to walk through the mall and everything's closed and it's quiet and it's crazy in here. I can't, I can't do it any other time. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I cannot. It's kind of like I do um, not have the stamina for that. <laughs> just and I guess we're just keeping this this these deep thoughts going, but um, it's like it's like going to the grocery store in the morning, in the afternoon, or in the evening. Different vibes for each time of the day. True, that's very true. Like the the morning and night, um, shopping trips always hit different, and you dread going in during the day. Oh my God! What? Oh, and certain days too. Oh mm-hmm. hell no! Mm-hmm. You're not gonna catch me in the store on certain days. Like yeah. I know, I know. Today, for example, today I had a busy week, so I have to go in the store today, even though I know it's gonna be insane in there. <laughs> I need to and as that's well. Exactly why I don't like to be in there. Cause fuck no. Well, and and that's why I'm, I I do miss um one of my old roommates um that that I was roommates with for the longest time we would always like she and and she knew my routine and i told her too i'm like if my ass is sleeping just knock on my door because i know i'm gonna want to go <laughs> and so she she took that to heart and she's like bet you know you said it so don't get mad at me and we would do our morning uh shopping like, trip. yeah we would do our morning shopping 
it became our ritual like it was the best like we would have a blast we'd get coffee we would you know chit chat because um my old roomies were my um <clears throat> they were a couple so it was two of them and then me in their uh their mobile home and oh, okay and we were all we're all big ass fucking nerds like we all liked the same shit we kept to ourselves when we did we hung out if we asked each other and like that's what i would and th- that's where like now i look at roomies as models as like role models for like future roomies because i'm like if you could keep to yourself when you need to perfect when you want to hang out just let me know that's kind of like <laughs> our standard but to go back to what we were saying there was just something about those morning early morning trips just so nice um get everything you needed you didn't feel rushed it, you weren't fighting for shit it was just and you had the whole place to yourself you know what i mean like you're just like oh this is this is just so lovely getting up sucks that's honestly the best part but just the feeling it that <laughs> i'm just i'm just on a roll today it's like having coffee in the morning when it's just quiet when you wake up early and you just can't get back to bed you have that, that cup of coffee really when nice. the house is quiet and still and you're just sitting there no tv nothing soaking it in it's dead ass the only reason to get up early as shit in the morning like get up before the sun like i cannot let me put let me let me cut in real quick friend let me cut in <laughs> bitch if you don't get up before the fucking sun cracks the crust of the fucking earth bitch like just do it and then sip some fucking coffee and watch the sun come up if you can't watch the sun come up because you ain't got a whole lot of windows or whatever Bitch, just get the fuck up at that time and just sit and enjoy the stillness. Like, literally pick the time that you know is the time that your neighborhood is the quietest. Mm -hmm. And even if it don't get totally quiet and you still hear stuff, like, pick the time that you know it's about as quiet as it's going to get and just sit and have a cup of coffee around that fucking time. Like, that shit is so nice. Like, I even remember a place I used to stay where we used to all sit and have coffee at nighttime sometimes. Because that was like the stillest period of time in the neighborhood that we lived in. Because everybody, everybody was just like up and active early as shit in the morning. And that shit <clears> is peaceful. <throat> like, tell these people. Yeah, I mean, like, back with the same roomies, going back back in time with them. Like, when, when we all used to smoke cigarettes. I know. I know. I already hear the comments. Boo. I already hear it. Boo. But, Drop the booze. But uh, we were stressed, okay? <laughs> But we all had this routine. And where we lived um, was in this valley. And the cool part about where we were at um, location-wise was that there was a um, a gibbon rescue. Gibbon monkeys. Oh, I was about to say, what the fuck is and that? And if you've never heard them, um, Google it now. Pause the, <laughs> pause the episode, Google it. Um, but they... They're very loud monkeys, right? And the sounds that you would hear, you would genuinely think you would only hear at a zoo or in the fucking jungles of the Amazon. But we would smoke in the morning. And mind you, this would be early morning. We all woke up. We all knew. It was, we didn't even have to say a word besides good morning. We would sit on the stoops. We had these lawn chairs, stoops, and we would just all smoke and just listen to the echoes of these gibbon monkeys howling it because they communicate to each other that way. And they had these little uh-huh. drums that they would eat and play with. And like, it would be that crisp air. You got your robe on. It's cold. We have our coffee and our cigarettes and just sitting there just in silence, but listening and just being in the moment because you heard the birds. That's so deep. But in that crispy air, you know, it just hits during that time. Put something to you. It lights your spirit up in a positive way. <laughs> it freezes your lungs, Ooh. wakes you up. <laughs> that part. Speaking of freezing your lungs or waking you up, should I wake y'all up with some tarot? Oh, I no. think so. I, I, I think, they, I think <laughs> it's time to get even deeper. <laughs> if that wasn't deep enough for you, let's take an even deeper dive. I hope you brought your submarine because it's about to get real deep in this bitch. Anyway, <laughs> all right, so I really made it simple this time. We're going to switch up how we do the tarot around here for a little bit. Um, I kind of like this new format that I'm working with. So instead of pointing out all the bunch of different cards and being like, let me um look at this and uh, 
I already just took the time to like pull and look at them really deeply instead of just pulling them and kind of looking at them and then going back over it with y'all. I, I kind of mixed it up. So here we go. Things that I saw in this in the cards in the spread today. There are specific themes that are standing out. Themes about maturity, themes surrounding evolution of passions, of desires, of creativity, aspirations, those sorts of things. Um, strong emphasis on recognizing the process, okay? Rec not just recognizing it as, okay, we have a process and it exists. Like, no, recognizing the actual motherfucking process. How the process is affecting you emotionally and how you can masterfully sort of champion how you have control over that. Now, let me break that down a little bit more because your brain was probably hurting a little when I said that. I'm sorry. What I mean by that is this. In the process that you are experiencing right now, because you are always in process, in this experience that you're currently having, where you are trying to mature your passions, where you're trying to either mature a desire you have, a creative aspiration, etc. What is your emotional state during this process? What is it right now in this moment? What is it previously before you got to this moment? What is it that you feel when you think about the future? Because obviously you don't know how you're going to feel in the future until shit happens. So predicting that is useless. But what is the feeling that you have when you think about where you want the future of this thing to evolve to? Okay, that's a big one. Um, and what I mean by championing, championing your control over those emotions is if you can get an emotional grip over yourself from the reactive standpoint, meaning you're not going to let people cause you to be reactive and be able to poke the bear all the time. If you can come at this from the perspective of I recognize how I feel in this process, I'm not going to allow people to expose these vulnerabilities or poke at me with, with that. I'm going to protect myself in these spaces because I know that I'm vulnerable in these spaces right now. Um, if you can control how you react and move emotionally in that, you will be doing yourself a huge favor. It's okay for you to say, I am not comfortable with this. This makes me, um, this is touching like a vulnerable space or, or um, it's triggering me in some type of way that I just can't fuck with right now. It is okay to place those boundaries out there into the universe and say no I'm not dealing with this I'm not dealing with that I'm not dealing with that the reason why is because you have to it's almost like let's let me give a good analogy hold on it's literally being the shell for the seed if that makes sense you are protecting the vulnerable parts that need nurturing that need the nutrients that need to go through the step-by-step -step process but at the same time needs to be protected from predators, from diseases, from germs, all these things that would negatively, even certain toxins that would negatively affect the outcome of that plant or the, of that seed that could cause it to not grow, that could cause it to grow in a way that doesn't allow it to, to reach its maximum potential, etc. And that seed is the seed of your desire, the seed of your passions, the seed of whatever creative endeavor you're exploring. Because it's a lot of wands on the board, there that gives you a bit of a wide variety of what it could possibly be because it represents so many different things. Um, and there were so many of them. That's why I keep constantly repeating the different types of things because it could be for any, like all of these things could match for a lot of different people. But again, focusing on the step-by-step -step process, it's also focused on, um, or excuse me, <laughs> Focusing on protecting yourself during that step-by-step -step process and then also understanding that this is a step-by-step -step process. So as you're going through that, you're going to have growing pains. You're going to have periods of awkward growth where things aren't going to match quite to how you have it aligned in your mind. You have to roll with it. That's just part of the process. Like It's part of the glow up. Everybody want the glow up, but don't nobody want to do all of that ugly, awkward work. This is the part where we are doing the ugly, awkward work. And what we are going to see in the end of that is going to be fruitful as shit. And it's very like, very much walking in step of uh, it paid off. You know what I mean? Walking in step with the idea that it paid off. Now, things you should pay attention to right now that popped up in the tarot was the idea that you missed a key first step in your process. All right. The reason why is because there was a card that indicated on the board about a beginning point 
but it's reversed. It's not being looked at. It's being overlooked. I feel like it's not paying attention to the formulation of ideas because a formulation of an idea or a fantasy, that's exact. That's what drove you into action, into physical movement. Nobody makes a move towards something or vibrates something towards them or manifests something towards them unless that fucking first idea comes to their mind. And I feel like in the process, sometimes you lose uh an attachment with the idea that drove you in the first place because you're like i have to do this thing and that thing and the other thing and you you sort of lose touch with that fantasy or that idea that makes you be like that's what i'm chasing or that's what i need to to get to and i the the whole notion of the placement of the cards is literally just saying like if you focus on this and kind of go back to that first foundational thought that first foundational idea that drove you here to this this growth that you're experiencing that you have to protect, if you can go back to that, it's going to allow you to sort of reconnect and reaffirm what you're doing and why you're doing it in the first place. It's, it's almost like uh, going back to your roots type of shit. And then from that point, the advice and the things that you should pay attention to is once you reconnect with that, I want you to go back and reassess things and release what you release what you can. Like literally, whatever the fuck it's gonna be, because it's literally there's so there's in the process of this growth, there is other things that I have to be let go in order for you to continue to grow. Like that's just part of the shedding. You get what you get me? Like if you literally just go Google fucking plants and and or Google the fucking time lapse and watch a plant grow, you see all of these little processes, and in each of these processes, there's a shedding period. You are also in a shedding period, just as much as you are in a I have to protect this growth. So it's like, as you're protecting the growth, there's so many things going on. You've got the growth itself that's happening. So you're paying attention to the process of that. You have to pay attention to the process of what it takes to protect that growth so that nothing happens to it. At the same time, you also have to make sure that you are releasing and shedding what isn't needed so that there can be nutrients going to the right places and spaces of that growth so it can continue to grow. Like that's, it's a lot that's happening all at once. So it can be overwhelming, and that's the other reason to sort of route back to what was the original idea or the intention behind this thing that you're focused on. Um, because if you focus, if you focus on that thing that like sort of that emotion, that feeling that pushed you into this idea, and say, ah, this was the spark I was looking for, and I'm gonna let go of all these other things because it's not allowing that to really thrive, it's gonna lead you to this sort of advantageous adventure that has been waiting for you this whole fucking time basically and it's going to connect you to your passions it's going to connect you to actual monetary growth but you have to reconnect and ask yourself what is it that i'm passionate about what was this seed originally what was this idea originally what was this feeling originally that drove me to this and what are my feelings now in this process what what is working for me what is not working for me what can I focus my energy on and what can I release? So those are, those kind of like bring you back full circle in a way. And it's just so much to focus on. So just do your best to really just break it all down. But go back to the beginning. The original intent was this. The original idea was this. The original passion was this. The original feeling was this. Is that matching up to that? Has that changed? reassess basically this is a whole period of time this is a, this is a period of time where you should be reassessing all right so as far as the timing goes with the tarot seeing the early growth signs should actually be like now like as soon as you start making that connection or you start making those changes and drop what's unnecessary you're gonna see the growth and the change because the timing is springtime that's now we are already in the throes of spring it's the early part of spring so you're going to see it's the early part of spring. So it makes sense that this is the early part of processing what's necessary to process in order to progress that growth forward. So you will see little pockets of growth spurts uh, is the best way I, could, I guess I could say it. So maybe you'll see a little bit of money here or there, or maybe you'll see a little bit of stability that comes in different areas that you needed it, that you needed stability in order to help that thing thrive. But those are all um, those are all happening during the springtime. But it's a lot of stuff to pay attention to. So just again, it's very important to pay attention to the original feelings, the original drive of what got you here. Now, there are some things that you don't see coming that 
can't really be explained to you because it just has to happen. You know, you can't predict everything in tarot. You just have to kind of fucking live your life also and let it all kind of fall together and go, oh, that's what the cards meant. But some advice to help you get along in that process, to help you with what you don't see is if you can cut your losses on this specific downturn that you're feeling, if you're feeling like, like, for example, when you get into the part of cutting of cutting your losses and seeing what doesn't work, it's going to make you almost feel like you are in this downturn. That's an illusion. Okay, you have to maintain a childlike approach to moving away from difficult and burdensome energy in order to complete the cycle that you need to complete. Like there is things that's trying to finish up so that you can move to the next stage of growth, but you can't get there if you are sort of holding on to these childish broken things that don't serve you right now. I know we get tired of hearing those types of phrases, but that's the truth. You need to be able to let go of that shit because it's creating a burden. It's not allowing you to release. It's not allowing you to close out old chapters. And it's going to cultivate more difficulty for you because you're trying to hold on to things that don't help. Let it go. Give You can give thanks if you need to. To be like, all right, cool, thanks. This is great. But I got to shed this and I got to create another layer of, of protection around the next stage of growth. Because that's what that is. All right? You can't hold on to that old shit. That's just the best way I can explain it. But once you once you approach everything with this sort of childlike free energy of it's okay, like we can just let go and just move forward and just move on to the next thing, that will allow you to be free to receive the new energy and the new sort of uh, nutrients towards that idea, that goal, that passion, that drive, that that creative endeavor that you're trying to work on all of those steps are important again focusing on step-by-step processes focusing on growing pains focusing on maturity the evolution of passions literally i saw a page evolve a page of wands evolve into a knight evolve into a king so again focusing on evolution and focusing on the stages of that when you're in the bottom and you're working your way up there's so much shit you have to take in order to get there you have to accept that that's part of the process, even if that's not some shit that you're willing to fucking accept. And the only reason why I'm sort of saying bow down and accept that and cut your fucking losses is the fact that sometimes we can get so psychologically wrapped up in the uh, fighting the inevitable system that we forget that we can sort of use it to navigate our way through the system in a way that allows us to be more fluid and more true to ourselves and reach the goals we want to reach. So I wasn't saying, you know, conform, but what I'm also saying is, is like, don't fight a useless battle. Cut your motherfucking losses. Allow yourself to grow. Allow yourself to transform into the next phase of your life, into the next phase of your process. And you are going to see actual results. You're going to see actual growth. And and the universe is willing to put little little things in front of you to show that that growth is actually going to happen. You just have to embrace that and know that that's going to happen even if it takes a second. You'll see some growth that will make you feel like, okay, I'm reassured now. And then you'll see a little more and you'll be like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling some more reassurance. And then again, that cycle will keep repeating until you eventually realize, oh my God, like when I was at this point, it felt like I had nothing. And now I'm at this point and I've had all these little ex- extra pieces of growth and all these little steps that got me to this point. Now I have all of this abundance and access. So just give it time. And that's literally it. <laughs> I hope I kept that concise for y'all as much as I could. There was a lot going on with the cards, but I felt like there was so many messages trying to pour in all at once. But then there was like a whole message that was kind of for everybody. And I was just trying to focus in on that but that's it i think i hear my broomstick in the background <laughs> can you hear it you hear that <laughs> that's that's me oh you got that new upgrade yeah i got the upgrade you know it it rings my phone too and lets me know when it's ready to go because you know technology control you you don't control technology so naturally a broomstick will tell you when it's ready to go as opposed to you selling the broomstick it's time to turn on so we could go you know <laughs> <laughs> well that being said, my friends, you've been listening to another episode of Thoughts from the Broom Closet. I don't have nothing snarky to say, Alex. Ooh, and I'm a grown-ass wish name. I was happy that her friend loves himself too much to say anything bad. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not that <laughs> clever. I'm quit, like, I spent, like, like, almost 20 minutes earlier just, like, figuring out what the fuck am I going to say as my, my intro. Oh, <laughs> she 
even that's talking bad about my friend, and I won't allow it. Do the outro again. Hell no. We, we got to go. <laughs> we do. We do. We got to go. We got to go. <laughs> All right. We out. Bye. Bye.